0: I'm Rania And I'm Ismail And this is the Happy Marriage Podcast The podcast to help you not only make your marriage work, but make it thrive Welcome to today's episode, our top communication tips So, communication is essential to a happy marriage So, I'll share one of my tips and then, uh, Ismail, you can share yours Uh, One of my first tips, which sounds like it's not a tip at all Because it's kind of like uh, obvious, it's Mm. like a no-brainer is to actually do it. Hmm. <laughs> so one of my com- top communication tips is to actually communicate. Hmm. Why am I saying that? It's because I think s- people can listen to this episode and sort of you know get you know, top communication tips hmm. and then they're not, not actually good. communicating. Hmm. So my top tip is communicate hmm. and communicate with the right person.
1: Hmm. right What does that mean?
0: <laughs> because I noticed that a lot of people, communicate about mm. their marriage not with their spouse yeah, with
1: someone else, <laughs> Right. Yes. So,
0: so communicate with the right person and the right person uh, for a happy marriage is your spouse mm. communicate with other people about your relationship or your marriage in my opinion is not going to be conducive to a healthy and happy relationship mm. with some exceptions of course mm. because sometimes we need to communicate with one you know special person who actually helps us you mm-hmm. know I mean we need that and mm-hmm. that's fine mm-hmm. we, we all have a right to do that however and I and this has sort of been the way we've been doing things if you're doing that a lot in By my opinion mind. this is not uh, it's not gonna be conducive to a healthy and happy relationship mm-hmm. what is conducive to a healthy and happy relationship is to communicate regularly with your spouse and when you do that you will not need to communicate with somebody outside of the relationship Mm -hmm. for extra help or assistance Mm -hmm. and if at certain times you do then i think you need to be really careful about who that person is Mm -hmm. so if it's uh, if it's professional then that would be top of on my list Mm -hmm. um it's if it's a friend or a family member you need to be really specific about who they are and your purpose your intention Mm is it going to really help you communicate better with your spouse to have this communication with a friend or family member mm. or not because that creates another dynamic and it, it and even well-meaning friends and family members can give you the wrong kind of advice mm. that's not going to be helpful so actually communicate communicate with the right person with your spouse communicate you know if you really need to outside of that uh, relationship but carefully uh, and then, so basically, these are all sort of my pre-communication tips. And then, uh, after a while, I'll share when you're actually communicating what uh, what I think uh, the dos and don'ts are. Uh, another thing about communicating is, to me, use as many senses as you can. Mm. So it's not very effective to communicate in writing mm. only, mm. because when we communicate only in writing, we don't know how the person is going to read that. And we tend to read things the way we, we. think. Uh, so communicate in you know, verbal, you know, use your eyes, use your ears. If you can put in as many senses as possible, even touch, mm-hmm. then that's going to be more effective, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Because then then we'll be able to feel yeah. what the person uh, mm-hmm. means. Because communication isn't just words. Mm-hmm. Words are, are a big part of it. But mm-hmm. there's body language. Yeah. there's you know, I can say the same thing, but you could see on my face. You're you know, absolutely right,
1: because a big part of communication is nonverbal actually. Yeah. yeah.
0: So use as many senses, and then, uh, yeah, Th- that's enough for now for me. Mm. Let's go over to you. <laughs> okay.
1: I also have a few things to talk about pre-communication, and this is from, I guess, from a male standpoint. Uh, I think guys out there need to ask themselves this important question: uh, Do you respect women? Uh, because I think, I believe this is an issue with with many guys. I mean, how do you, how do you sort of look at women? How do you think about women? Uh, And I think great communication stands on two pillars. And the first pillar is respect. And by respect, I mean respecting yourself and respecting women in general. Uh, uh, Do you think women are equal to you? Or do you think they're you know, the, the, the lesser or the weaker party in this relationship. Uh, because that impacts your communication greatly. I mean, if yes. you if you're if you think you're the like the boss in this relationship or you're better or you're because whatever reason in your head. So that's one question. I mean, do you respect women? Do you respect your wife? So if you if you take that down, if you take that one notch down to the women in your life, the most important one to you would be mother or wife or daughter so do you respect those women in your life and when you respect them how do you show it Mm. how do they know you respect them and it is through communication verbal or non-verbal that's how they know that you have respect for them Um, and another thing that actually i think helped or helps communication become great is trust trusting that you can be yourself that you can be vulnerable without being judged mm-hmm. that you are in a safe zone with your spouse in my case I'm talking about men ta- communicating with women so your wife needs to feel safe when she's with you so if she says something she needs to feel that she could be vulnerable without you know being Judge, judged labeled. Or, or labeled Or I'll, I'll get to labels and stuff like this at a later stage but my, my I think the foundation for me of great communication is, is respect and trust, and men need to sort of work within themselves to make sure that they respect women, uh, and that they show it, and that they, through open and honest communication, it'll take some time, but to build that trust where we can both be vulnerable, yeah. or both are comfortable being vulnerable around each other. Yeah, and that, being ourselves, that being ourselves, yes, and, and and sharing our weaknesses because sometimes men think women are weaker. I have the, the complete opposite opinion about this. I think women are far stronger than us, us men. Yani, um, um, I believe that to be very true because of, I mean, the the the, the multitude of things that women can do simultaneously. And some of them are just extremely difficult. I mean, we, we complain about going to work and coming back from work, and work is, is like a huge load. Women can work. Women can raise kids. They take care of homes. They take care. They can do hundreds of things that we men will shrivel under just one or two of them. So I I really believe that women are the stronger, the stronger species here. So uh, uh, I have
0: this image now of men shriveling.
1: Oh yes, uh, I mean, no, really, I mean we do give give a man a a couple of kids for two days i mean you know having to go to work
0: yeah no no, i mean they can't do it
1: i mean we can't do it
0: of course i'm sure there are some men out there who are the you know the primary caregivers for kids and so i mean this is more maybe but but yeah yeah. yeah, but yeah it it isn't easy it isn't easy i think women are are awesome so i'm not going to argue with that and i'll take this opportunity to celebrate women yeah i think we we can and we do do so many different things. And we we and I think many of us again we cannot ever generalize. You know, men this, women that. It's people and people are people and they're diverse and they're different. Yes. But women, so many women I know, yeah, they do so many things and, and many women I know, they just do it and they don't complain. You know, and yes. they, they carry a, a big load without yes. complaining. I ha- but I do think as well. I mean, you carry a huge load, and you have for the longest time carried a huge load without ever complaining in fact maybe too much not complaining because I remember for the longest time you would be doing so much work have so many huge problems and then I would come with my tiny little problem and wonder why you're not acknowledging it Mm. and then finally it took a long time for you to actually open up and share your world because you didn't want to throw it on me Yes. but when you did oh my god it made me realize okay he's you know he's going through a lot and uh, that helped me also creates this nice environment at home mm-hmm. when you come home. When I understood what you were going through, I think that's. I think you also men can also carry a large, uh, heavy workload, mm-hmm. and feel like it's their responsibility to do that and uh, and not to bring. Yes, it back Yes, of home. course. Again,
1: it's 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 very stereotypical for men to 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 sort of think they're they're. They need to be strong. And they yes. need to not show any signs of, you know, vulnerability or weakness. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the beautiful thing about great communication is that you can do this.
0: Exactly. A- and yes. you
1: can just do it and feel okay doing it. And and it, people need to understand that this is not complaining. It's very different from complaining. No, it's not. Yeah. When you are sharing uh, things that are going inside with your with your spouse, it is. It is again with great communication. It is done in a way that actually helps the relationship rather than exactly. come across as you know she complains all the time or he complains all the time yeah. that's, that's not what we're talking about here
0: so I, when I was thinking about communication for mm. this episode so these episodes are completely uh, unrehearsed they're raw we, mm. we never know what we're gonna say uh, but so one of the things I was thinking about mm. is to break down communication in my mind I broke it down to three parts mm. of course it depends on whether you're you're the one initiating the communication or on the receiving Receiving end. So if we're talking about you're the one initiating the communication, so, sorry, no. If we're talking about you're the one who's receiving it, Mm. so from my perspective, there's some input that's coming in, there's processing that I'm going to do with it, and then there's output. Mm. And then, of course, that continues, right? So if I break it down, uh, input, to me, what needs to happen here is that I actually listened mm. first? Mm. A lot of times, uh, you probably have heard this a thousand times. People aren't really actively listening; mm. they're they're listening and they're just preparing a response in their minds. Mm. That's not really actively listening. No. So, if we take down, if we take the first part, input, my tips here would be to actively listen, to seek to understand what the person is saying. Mm. Uh, get feel for how they're feeling and and as you're then going to the next stage which is to process it to as much as you can be uh, removing judgments removing labels as you're processing what they're saying after you've listened because so we need to really identify the three stages because If we're going to process as we're listening, then we're not really listening. Yes. But then when we listen, we then need to process this before we then reply, which is the output. And I think if we have a long gap between the two, the longer the better, and if we even need to cool down before the output, if we need to do that and if we can, Mm -hmm. then that's better. So back to the processing. The exercise of really putting yourself in that person's place, in their shoes seeing where they're coming from is going to optimize the output Um, as you're processing uh, what they're saying as I said, tapping into compassion, staying in the moment Mm. as well not bringing in the past or the future and then in terms of the output as kind as compassionate as you can bring up, Mm. Um, respectful, obviously, you want to be respectful in your communication. Uh, tell. let's stop here and give me some of your uh, take on that.
1: I think one of the the most important parts of this is actually listening. I think uh, we usually are preparing the the replies as we're listening. And I think one of the best things a man can do when he's talking to his wife, is to learn to listen because sometimes as as the guys we want to fix the situation we jump to fixing the situation Mm -hmm. which is not what what your wife wants I mean what what you really need is to be listened to you need to say something and you need to you need your husband to listen so yes absolutely I mean it, it works for both of us obviously but I think that guys need to learn to listen more because when when your wife is talking about something that sounds to you like a problem and you want to fix it, yeah. you're not really listening. All you're doing is you're proposing solutions, but this is not what she wants right now. What she wants is for you to listen. Um, and the second thing is, uh, sometimes that's just enough. I mean, yeah. you just mm-hmm. she, she just needs to be heard. So I've, I've learned that skill to just shut up, you know, just <laughs> wait, that's true. let her finish what she's trying to say. And, and if there is, if there, if she needs help, she will probably ask for it. You know, uh, you know, I want you to do this or that. But there, if there is no request, listening may just be enough. And and then the next thing I do usually is is I ask if you need any help. I mean, yeah. I don't have to offer anything. I can just, and it's it, it really makes life so much easier communicating because instead of being the person feeling the pressure of having to help or fix something quickly, all you need to do is just. Be quiet. Listen, <laughs> and then just ask if what can I do. I mean, if there's anything I can do or not. If there's nothing you can do, then and if there's nothing required of you to do right now, then maybe that's just it. You just needed to, you know, uh,
0: just be seen, be heard. Be
1: seen and be heard, especially when you've been apart the entire day. It's it's uh, so yes, uh, absolutely. Listening is is really important. I mean, from the uh, and I think it's it's a good practice for us to to sort of. You know, listen until the sentence or the the entire paragraph or whatever it is <laughs> is, is finished, and then you can maybe offer some help. Um, I think uh, guys also need to learn to. Okay, part of your your communication is is mostly about you. So when when your spouse says something, our replies are usually about the problems that we have, the perceptions that we have
0: yeah.
1: and I think uh, we need to stop doing a few things like we as both but again I, I'm talking from the male yeah. perspective because I can understand more how, how I think as a guy uh, you m- one might have you know conceptions or ideas or, or judgments or labels about his wife, his, you know she always complains and I think we as guys, or both of us actually, spouses, need to remove those labels because they will impact what you say. And so one of the things you need to start doing is, like you said, clear your head, maybe even give yourself a couple of minutes, a couple of moments to, to think before you speak, because you need to sort of eliminate whatever preconception or judgment or labels that you have and focus on the issue here and 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 be very pragmatic about it otherwise you you might say something you might regret later so yeah. uh and i would advise people not to use any uh judgment so like like you're you or always is i call them like you always do this or you always do that don't bring things from the past like you know you remember when you did this one just focus on right now and focus on how you can make things better i mean if you're going to say something say something that's going to make things better don't just say something where you feel like it's been bottled up for such a long time and you want to just you know so
0: yeah and uh, you said something uh, um, when you were saying if you you might say something you might regret Mm. So also here, there, there's I want to say that one of the things that I believe are important is that if there's room for an apology, to actually do it, mm-hmm. and to do it uh, as quickly as you can. Mm-hmm. If you have some, said something and you do regret it, mm-hmm. then don't just uh, leave it at that. Uh, actually go back and say, I, I said this, uh, I shouldn't have said that. I, I, this is how I felt, and you know I took it out on you, whatever, and... It wasn't about you, it was about me. Whatever it is that you need to say that's honest and true to you, mm-hmm. just do it. And, uh, and that's really important, important part of communication is to be able to apologize. Mm-hmm. And this, of course, applies to any relationships, not just uh, married couples. But I think that's an important part of it. And also what you said, um, when people communicate, it, it tells you about them. It's not, it's not about you, it's about the person and this can also be helpful for, for us to remember mm-hmm. because we tend to make things about us. Mm-hmm. So when he says something to me and maybe he's not at his best, he's not you know, as resourceful as he usually is so it doesn't come out very well, That I, I take it, I mean I used to, I mean you know take it as though it's something about me.
1: Mm-hmm
0: and it, it usually isn't things aren't about you they're about the other person if they yeah. come out of the other person then they're about the other person of course it's related to you somehow but it's more about where they are at that moment yeah. uh, and, and we need also it would really help us to identify what triggers us uh, and why is that a problem for us that he said that whatever it is mm-hmm. because then that can teach us about ourselves as well mm-hmm. if you're saying something which is really about you but then I make it about me then maybe there's something in me that i need to then work on Uh, why did i make it about me and why is that a problem for me and why did that trigger me and and then i can make that change as well from the inside out Mm. all of these things eventually improve communication and we haven't always had like you know amazing communication but we've we've from a very early uh, stage had pretty good communication because we made communication probably the the biggest part of our relationship even from before we got married Mm -hmm. so we did do that Mm -hmm. however it's also been a journey of Mm -hmm. communicating more and more and better and better so that over time it eliminates eliminates the need to communicate over certain things because you know there aren't any misunderstandings In those areas now Mm. and uh, and the misunderstandings start to become less and less less, and then the communication can become more and more just about sharing our lives with each other Mm. Uh, just about uh, you know planning what we want to do next Mm. Um, and and that's nice so I think what I want to say is that we need to probably go through a lot of perhaps not so much not so fun or perhaps heavier communication at the beginning so that after a while communication becomes lighter and it becomes yes you know i
1: think you you you're the one who started this trend of communication well that that got us to where we here where, where we are now i i remember I used to refrain from saying anything that would bother you even though it is yes. something I don't like and I wouldn't yeah. talk about it because you know I don't want to hurt your feelings mm-hmm. and it was, I don't remember when, but sometime you said I'd rather be upset and angry and even cry or whatever right now but we resolve it, you know yeah. as opposed to you bottling something up for like 10 years and then it, you know, it, yes. it, it ends up terribly Yeah. So, and, and I took that advice and I think I've been doing it ever since uh, yes, you can talk about things that, that are bothering you. Uh, but again, you, you need to be open and honest. You don't. You need to not use blame. You need to do it the right way. And I can explain the right way in a minute. But uh, being able to talk about things that bother you and communicate them so that even if it hurts, even if it's not the best thing that you don't think is the best thing to do, it usually works because uh, getting things out immediate or processing things as soon as they happen is way better even if it's causes a little bit of you yeah. know uh, if it's uncomfortable it's definitely better in the long run yeah. in the long term than bottling things up. Exactly. Now how to communicate this is very important please 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 don't use blame I mean don't blame uh, whatever you want to say blame is very painful and it, it makes one feel really bad and It stays, I mean, you just, you're hurt, and hurt is going to be remembered. So, whenever you're you're communicating, don't blame, don't label. I mean, your wife or your husband isn't this or that. They're they're the same person you married or you fell in love with. Now, if they're doing something that that you are not very comfortable with, talk about it. Mm -hmm. But don't use, you know, blame, pain, shame, labeling, judgment, um, yeah. Be respectful, I mean, that's, that's what I want to say here. But definitely processing things as soon as they happen is, is very good. But, again there's a little tip here, as soon as they happen, but not if you're not at your best. I mean if you're very angry, wait cool until down. you cool down and then you can talk about it. The main, the main I mean element here is respect. So if you're going to be able to communicate respectfully, go ahead, do it right away. If you're not going to do it respectfully, then wait.
0: <laughs> wait until you. Yeah, you wait until you into, can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And forgiveness as well. I mean, that I can talk about in a whole episode and so on its own. But we need to be forgiving of ourselves and of you know, our spouse as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm talking about. Well, I guess yeah. You can forgive big things as well. So mm-hmm. forgiveness is a whole. There's a whole science behind that. But. Uh, we need to be forgiving and but we need to also it really helps if if we're calm in our communication first mm. so that there's not so much to forgive mm. but we're not perfect and uh, we're not going to be like never losing our cool of and, and never and so as as human beings are imperfect there are times when we're not going to be at rest. I haven't always been at my best and neither have I. So, but you were forgiving and mm-hmm. I was forgiving and and that's 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 part of it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that again it goes back to being able to listen to each other and see where the person's coming from and the person being able to apologize and that apology really being genuine so that then I am more likely to to mm-hmm. want to forgive. And of course, how often is that happening? If I if I need to forgive things every single day, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a little bit tiring. So so then what's going on? Let's talk about that. And why? what's going on with you that's making you do these things that I have to forgive every single day? And mm-hmm. maybe I feel it's a little bit too much for me to have to forgive every single day and so we can actually talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I would recommend. Uh, because in the end, we're just people who want to live uh, happily. We want to be ourselves. Uh, we don't want to be stuck in something that's you know holding us back or making us feel miserable day Mm. in day out it's it's one life right Mm. and we married you know each other for a reason so just going back and when you're really honest and being yourself and not saying uh, what you think you should say or not refraining from saying things because you think they may might be misunderstood when you clear that stuff all out of the way uh, i think i really think that. This is what makes things work, mm. and doing that as you go along improves the relationship over time.
1: Yeah, and uh, you remember that poem you, you, oh, you wrote yes. to me back, <laughs> yeah. back when I think we, we I don't if I don't I, remember I, I, if we were even engaged. No, no, then. I
0: think I was uh, I was still in university. You were eighteen. What? Yeah, you were 18 yeah, or yeah I was 18, or something. Yeah.
1: And I I remember the first thing you wrote was "Love is respect." Yeah, that was the first Trust.
0: Yeah, it's this huge poem, just to give the people context. Actually, I couldn't have been in school, that's impossible. No, no, you were in university. Yeah, first year of university. But I actually got this huge wooden slab Mm. and papyrus. Mm. I stuck papyrus on it, and I I was really good at calligraphy at the time. Mm. So I wrote this entire poem. On Papyrus, the first different. sentence was, love is, is respect, respect trust, trust, loyalty and, and care. care.
1: Now, <laughs> to me, when I first read that, the first thing I read was love is respect. Yeah. And at, I was 21, and to me, love and respect were not connected. I mean, there is no relationship whatsoever. Love, has, love is love and respect is something else totally. Now, fast forward 30, what, 4 years? 34 yeah, years, I, guess so. I think, yeah. yeah. I think they're so interconnected because yeah. why people don't get along I mean you want to to be respected and By the way, if you look up respect in the dictionary Admiration is, is a big part of respect And so being respected is like being admired. So when you admire somebody you you you're very respectful Like think of somebody whom you really admire. You're not going to be you know treating them badly or looking down on them. You're, you're treating them with respect. So with admiration yeah. now that Helps a lot in great communication, and it 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 obviously is a journey to to get to that level. But I'm I, I cannot stress yeah, respect and trust enough. It's it's just amazing what it can do to the relationship.
0: I remember when I wrote that poem, yeah. I gave it to you, and then you showed it to your father. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, what did he tell you? My dad
1: said. Of course, he he had met Rania maybe a, a few times, I don't know, and, and she's 18. So, and he yeah. said, did she write this? And I said, yes. She said, these are her words. I said, yes, they are. He said, you should marry this girl. <laughs> yeah. And, uh,
0: yeah, and I mean, you were going to anyway. You I wanted was going to, here, I wanted was, to. Yeah, it, I, I remember I was sitting in the garden, the uh, garden of the villa here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was just... I was just pouring out what I felt at the moment. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember. It's an amazing poem. I just said, I remember, yeah. and it was a really long poem, which is lost somehow now. I don't know where it is. I don't yeah. know if we'll find it, but mm-hmm. I I remember some of the sentences, not all of them, and and some of them I may not agree with as, as, as much now, but mm-hmm. but I think it was love is respect, trust, loyalty, and care. Love is to sacrifice, to forgive, to understand, and to share. The sacrifice thing I would have. Uh, uh, I need to get into that because mm. it needs to be done. I don't know if I believe in sacrifice as much but mm. but yeah if we both need to sacrifice certain things for some reason then I think we need to carry that together mm. I don't believe it's about one person sacrificing yes. mm. themselves or anything like that mm. uh, love, it was just, I, I want to try to remember it I remember one line as well you know, But love is mostly wanting to be there to show how much you really care mm. I like that one Uh, love is honesty and emotion love is patience and devotion there was a
1: part about (laughs) being able to say what you think think you you should have which is important in communication yeah Uh, Yeah,
0: that's true I'll try to pull it out it
1: was a fantastic (laughs) point and it, 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 it showed how you were inside and I think that's another big part of communication is if you don't like something about your spouse instead of trying to change them try to find out why you don't like it because maybe it's about you not maybe it's definitely about you it's not about them if you don't like something about anybody really I mean you need to think maybe I can change something about myself so that I'm more accepting not just accepting maybe I even can turn to like whatever it is I used to dislike so we usually jump to judgment very quickly like if you don't like something It's because of a prejudgment that you had and you may add to that prejudgment you fix it now It's definitely a fixed judgment about that person when the real place to look for fixing is here I mean you go inside and you ask yourself Why am I uncomfortable when she does this or when she says that? uh, Instead of jumping to conclusions and attacking Uh, That's a practice that I think is very important and I remember when I was when i was very young maybe 11 or 12 i used to blurt things out as soon as i as i think of them and and a, a, somebody i was somebody in the club was a few years old he said he gave me this piece of advice I said ismail i want to give you some advice please give yourself 10 seconds to think <laughs> before you say anything it's going to help you in life and i think i think he was right i didn't understand that back then but yes. now i do and i think it's very important in a relationship first to find out why is this bothering me, you know? Why do I don't like it when she says that or does that? And try to fix myself instead of fixing someone else. Yeah, you know? that's because, a very good yeah. point. Yeah. And,
0: and I think this is really important because I, I was just thinking now, uh, you can be listening to this episode or watching it, and if you're not thinking about yourself, you can be listening to all of these you know top communication tips and thinking oh yeah he doesn't do this or he doesn't do that oh yeah this is he can do this better and, and that's not really going to help mm, <laughs> what's no. going to help no. is for you to think okay how am i communicating oh do am i doing this am i doing that uh, that's what's going to help because when you you know sort of improve and optimize your communication it's going to be mm. just by default helping the other person as well communicate better because you know the mirror neurons we tend to mirror each other so if I'm nervous on edge or if I'm just going into this conversation with a preconceived notion or label the energy will be felt and you're also not going to be your best and so on and so on so let's get to the practical side of Mm. the episode Mm. Uh, I want to really really invite you if you haven't been listening to this episode with your own communication in mind is to maybe even re-listen to it or re-watch it and think about how you are communicating. Um, and maybe try this exercise out, which is, for one week, just notice how you communicate. That That's it. Just notice how you communicate. Don't focus on how the other person is or isn't communicating, what they can do better. I mean, we would like them to do that as well. If, if you're both doing that exercise, great. But for one week, just Focus only on yourself. How am I communicating? Am I being respectful? Am I really listening? Uh, am I giving myself time to process things so that I'm actually p- putting out the best output that I can? Is that output calm? Because it's not gonna be heard if it's not calm. It's not going to have the, you know, the effect that you would want if it's not calm. Uh, is it compassionate? So ask yourself some of these questions. just notice 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 for a full week and in that week write down what you've noticed this is this is what i do this is what i've noticed about how you currently communicate and then write down what you think you know are areas of improvement and and it's fine for us all to have areas of improvement right that's not a problem it's not a label on you either Mm -hmm. Uh, how can i possibly improve my communication like for example I am the kind of person who interrupts a lot so I know and that's still it's still an area of improvement for me that I tend to interrupt in, in, in communication and I know that I can you know, do better so it's good to be you know just critiquing ourselves also gently I mean it's not about you know hitting ourselves on the head with a hammer mm-hmm. uh, but noticing how are we currently communicating and how can we communicate better and then maybe also thinking about how do I like to be communicated to? Uh, when I think about how I like to be communicated to, there's two benefits here. Because first of all, it can help me realize as if there's a discrepancy between how I like to be communicated to and how I'm currently communicating. Because mm-hmm. let's be fair about that then. Mm-hmm. And then also, it can be then part of this conversation that maybe you can both then have after that week, which is, you know, I've noticed that I do this, I can do this better. I've also noticed that I really like to be communicated to in this way and you can just say that you don't have to say so do this and why aren't you doing that i mean again let's not make it a conflict Mm -hmm. but like for example you know some people like to be communicated to through touch and some people just need a hug you know i just and you're good at that you're good Mm -hmm. at sort of absorbing a lot of like if i'm nervous or whatever you can just absorb it all and just maybe give me a hug or just listen and shut up, as you said, and then not you know, try to ha- feel like you have to fix things, and then that becomes pressure for you. And then, mm. so yeah, that's my uh, idea of an exercise. What do you think about that? I
1: think it's it's definitely great. It's 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 good to be aware, to take the time to be aware of how you're communicating and how you feel when you hear or say certain things. So just awareness is is a good exercise, uh, with communication or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, Another thing I'd like to add here very quickly is I think take this next week to notice if you are using any blame words when you're communicating, if you're bringing up the past when you're communicating, if you're, you know, your communication is based on judgment, uh, preconceived ideas.
0: Yeah, Um, so this can be a really valuable week of sort of going inside and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, working from the inside out. Mm -hmm. and then maybe having that conversation with each other and taking your communication to a a higher level. Mm. Uh, yeah. So that brings us to the end of another episode. episode. We'll be back in two weeks. Um, please subscribe on YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, if you're not, if you're listening in on Apple, Google podcasts, Spotify, please follow us there. Uh, give us uh, a rating and, um, send your questions I'm really 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 happy with the questions we've gotten so far and we will be uh, doing future episodes to answer those questions we've got some great questions Mm -hmm. um, and we've got some comments already amazing feedback uh, for on our first two episodes so thanks a lot guys we're really glad that you found this valuable and uh, yeah we'll keep uh, we'll keep doing it I'm glad it's been helpful to you and please uh, share any questions any comments anytime thank you Bye.